Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi, folks. Thank you for joining me this great day. Another day to honor God. Another day to smile. Another day to be happy. You know, here we are, ready to jump into the new year. Let's jump into it with both feet, saying this is going to be the year the Lord moves powerfully in my life and in my family's life and in my neighbor's lives and in the church's life. God, use us, I pray in Jesus' name. Without question, I believe we all need God's divine hand on our lives, and I've talked about that the last couple of days. We need to believe in Him and trust in Him with every portion of our life. We learned a bunch from the Apostle Paul in his many New Testament writings. Here was a very smart man who made initially poor decisions by picking on Christians and making life miserable for them until he himself found Jesus Christ and it changed his life forever. The end of Acts says Paul in a Roman prison. For two years he lived under guard and was free to see visitors. Many times the visitors were from the churches Paul had ministered to. He was able to keep in close contact with the people who loved him and prayed for him, and the people he had such a powerful impact on. Isn't it interesting how God used a man that would terrify Christians, a man that didn't believe whatsoever, and turn him around for the glory of God? And now, because of that, we have many churches today, many Christians today that believe in Jesus Christ. Ephesians, Philippians, and Colossians are called the prison epistles because Paul wrote them as a prisoner, and he had them distributed to the visitors that visited him while in captivity. He wrote Ephesians in about 62 AD. Ephesus was a leading city in Asia Minor. In fact, you still can see that uh, today if you go, I believe it's, a, I think it's in Turkey, that you can see that, uh, the relics of Ephesus, huge relics dug up, a whole city. Well, people flocked to the city to see the magnificent temple of Artemis. If you were uh, in my service, I would show you a picture of that on the big screen. People were captivated by the magnificent temple. It would draw many visitors each year. It was built in a town of Selkalk near Ephesus in present-day Turkey, like I had mentioned earlier. It was rebuilt three times over the years. At the time, it was considered one of the seven wonders of the world. But in 401 AD, it was destroyed. But one can still see the ruins. In fact, like I said, go online and look under Ephesus and you can see the ruins. It's pretty interesting. I've watched some YouTubes on it. It's awesome. The city was deep into occult practices. But Paul found that Ephesus was spiritually hungry. See, Paul noticed that. Hey, these people were hurting. They were hungry. They needed some kind of spiritual guidance. Paul wrote the church to emphasize the great differences between Christian faith and the pagan lifestyle. Paul emphasized relationships, not buildings. Wouldn't that be great today if we'd emphasize relationships and not buildings? Oh, we've got the finest building. Our church is the finest facility. Folks, the church is a body of Christ. It's a believers. I know you're saying, well, Pastor, you got a pretty nice facility of your own. We do, but we're not the church. The church is the people. We just have a place for the people. Sometimes I think maybe we spend too much on buildings and such. You know, and God has said, man, I want you to have a relationship with me. Paul taught that Christ, uh, Christ's church was a living organism, alive and well. People were ready to hear the truth. Reminds me a little bit of Nineveh. 
I talked a few weeks ago, well, it's been a while now, about Jonah's long journey in obedience. How Nineveh came, how he came to Nineveh, and it came the hard way. And we all know the story of Jonah and the whale. I call it Jonah and the big fish. And how he spent three days in the well when God wanted him to go to Nineveh, but he was running from God. Paul shared with the Ephesians God's bountiful hand of mercy. He thanked God for the many blessings he provided him. Paul wrote these words to the church in Ephesians in, in, in Ephesus, chapter 1, verse 15 through 19. He says, For this reason, ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all God's people, I have not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. I keep asking that God of our Lord Jesus Christ, a glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. Why? Why did he want them to have the spirit of revelation? So that he would know, they would know Jesus better. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope of which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people and his incomparable great power for us who believe. That power is the same as the mighty strength. The mighty strength of Almighty God. That's what Paul was trying to get across to the people. It was an amazing time. You know, uh, he was encouraging them, telling them that through those who had been visiting him, he had heard about their faith, and he was touched by their commitments to the Lord. I hear from missionaries all the time. Our church supports a lot of missionaries, and I hear from them how God is is reaching different regions and different people and how seminars are happening. I have a friend, Steve and Peggy, that are in Sri Lanka, and they are training up pastors, training up pastors in a tough country to minister. In fact, he's asked me to come and do a seminar for the uh, for the pastors, and I haven't gone yet, and now it might be delayed if I do go, but you know what? That's fabulous. He prayed that God would open their eyes so wide that they could see powerfully what God was doing, and they would see tremendous life change in their lives. You know, the message is certainly prevalent for us today. Wouldn't it be great if someone was sending a letter to Boise about the churches and saying, you know what, I have heard of your faith. I'm proud of you for standing up for the things of God. Would people say that about your church? I hope so. About my church? I hope so. I hope they'd say the divine hand is on that church. Paul prayed they would have the spirit of wisdom and revelation. He explains that so many may know him better. Know him better. I want to know him more. Do you want to know him more? I want to know him more. That's why it's so essential that we stay close to our God, that we spend time talking to our Heavenly Father. We open his word. We learn wisdom and truth about the Lord. We worship him together in spirit and in truth. There is an old hymn that I grew up with, and some of you have too, some of you older folks that are listening. Just a closer walk with thee. Granted, Jesus is my plea. Daily walking close to thee. Let it be, dear Lord, let it be. That should be precisely be our lives. Help each of us, O oh Lord, have a closer walk with thee. Help each of us, Lord, in 2021 to be the very best people we can be, to be the strongest Christians we can be, have the greatest influence that we can have for you. And Lord, give us strength. And Lord, forgive us. Forgive us of everything that we have sinned against you. Lord, help us to be right before you. 
you know, <laughs> I think of, uh, of, of there's a funny movie years ago called Nacho Libre. Very stupid movie about a guy who worked in an orphanage. Well, that's a good thing, but started secretly wrestling. It was certainly a corny movie. One of the sisters of the orphanage confronted him about his life and about what he was about, and he put him on the spot, and he had to answer in different ways, and he had to weigh some of his decisions, and it was it was really funny. It was very hilarious, but you can find some good points. There's a lot of things you can find good points in, the importance of weighing your decisions. Why are you doing what you're doing? You know, we can see by Paul's letter to the Ephesians that these believers were blessed by God. See, all of us who follow the Lord and worship Him, we're blessed by God. Many listening today in your homes, you are blessed by God. You are standing firm on your promises of God. I like Paul's letters to the churches. Here he is under arrest and under guard, but it is the greatest encourager of the church, lifting people up and giving them praise. See, we need to praise God for those who are following him. In your prayer time, think of your family and friends and people you know who are truly living Jesus. Thank the Lord for them and ask God to bless them and to lead them. In the great book by the wonderful prophet Isaiah in the Old Testament, we see these words in Isaiah 63, 7. I will tell of the kindness of the Lord, the deeds for which he is to be praised. According to all the Lord has done for us, yes, the many good things he has done for Israel, according to his compassion and many kindnesses. Isaiah is recognizing the kindness of the Lord and praising him for who he is and what he has done and what he continues to do. We need to be lifting our praises to the Lord, thanking Him that He watches over us. In 2021, folks, let's be the most thankful people we can be. Let's thank Jesus for all He's done and all He's going to do in our lives and thank Him that someday that we're going to see Him again. Someday we're going to spend eternity with Him. Someday it's going to be a joyous, joyous day because we're going to spend all eternity in glorious bliss because God had a plan for our lives. Paul's prayer for the spirit of wisdom for the believers in Ephesus. He wanted people to get it. He wanted to understand the importance, the fullness of God. One reason why churches start out their Sundays with singing is to worship and praise and recognize the greatness of our God. You know, sometimes we've sang that old chorus, How great is our God. Sing it with me. How great is our God. You know, that goes on and on. I just love that. Never forget what mighty power we have in the Lord. We cannot fathom his power, but we can allow his power to work in our lives. You know, we need to understand the power of God. You can read about it in 2 Corinthians 13. His power is sufficient. His power is made whole. I pray that all of us would continue to be solid in him. All of us would follow him with everything we have. Never get too busy. And leave Jesus out of your lives. Folks, you hear me? Never get too busy and leave Jesus out of your lives. Put him first in everything you do, every single day. And when you get down, stand back up again and get going. Don't let the world feed negativity to your life. And you say, well, I can't do it. Or things are just falling apart. I've had people cry on my shoulder. Oh, pastor, everything's a mess in my life. Turn it around. Call on him. Do the best you can. Start being positive. God wants to give us a positive year in 2021. Would you join me and say, Lord, lead me, guide me, take me to new heights this year in Jesus' name. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. 
If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.